following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness. I'm Joe, and with me as always, putting a big giant snapper in a pan before sailing the seven seas, it's Barney. The what? Oh, God! The big snapper! With a fish like that, that needs cooking immediately, that one. God. Don't even take the scales off it, yeah. I've just wiped that film from memory because it was bloody awful. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, well, it was terrible. Um, but before we get into the main bits of it, if you want to keep up to date with all the Hallmark of Great Gossip, you can follow us on Twitter at Hallmark Great, all one word, or we are on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark Greatness. It's June, and you know what that means? June-mas! It's half Christmas time. june so all this month, you'll be getting your Christmas Hallmark special to get you into that. As it's the hottest <laughs> it's been in a while here in Britain. Let's watch films about snow and that. Yeah, yeah. why not? It's, um, these tend to be the better films, I've yeah, noticed. I the like Christmas a good ones. Christmas film. Um, and there's also links to other stuff in this week's... <laughs> 2021 A Christmas to Savour or The Flavour of Christmas or Serving Up the Holidays. Yeah, it goes by many or names. Or Le Menu de Noël, something like that in front in French. The Christmas menu, I'm assuming that translates yeah, us. Sorry, um, I've got half term lurgy, so I'm absolutely full of snot. <laughs> Apologies. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm very, very tired. And uh, all the trees have decided today's the day to fire pollen out. Um, a synopsis for A Christmas to Savor? No, because we only picked it, what, yesterday? <laughs> Yeah, two days ago, if that. Um, I mean, on the front of the on the, the it's a man and a woman stood behind a kitchen workbench in a red and green jumper. It's it screams Christmas. It does. The actual synopsis, though. Scarlet is a chef and co-owner of a restaurant. This year, her best friend buys her a ticket to a holiday cooking getaway, <laughs> where Scarlet will relearn festive cooking and maybe find love in a handsome rival chef from the past. There's a lot, lot wrong with that, isn't there, really? Uh, what, the fact that I hate her? <laughs> That's what her restaurant's I her. called. I hate her Scarlet. fringe. <laughs> her fringe is oh, weird. I hate it. I, you know, like when you're watching Nicole Kidman and you can't help but look at her forehead because it doesn't move. Like, I had the same thing with her fringe in this. It was just it, it, hypnotic in its terribleness. And no offence to the lead guy in this, but he is not what I would call handsome. Not Hallmark handsome, anyway. It's not Hallmark, it's real one, well, though, isn't it? Which is like I know, Hallmark it's basically adjacent. the same. But, but yeah, uh, Zach Rorig has the face of friend of best man, like friend of yeah. main lead. Funny, not funny side lead. character. Yeah, um, I mean, let's get into it. We open, as we always do, <laughs> uh, with, a, with a, 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 screensh- a, a, a screenshot of New York City in the snow. Yeah, it's not a big screenshot, though, because then we dip straight into vintage homemade videos. Mm. Christmas music played on a flute. (laughs) Oh, this. Right. (laughs) The music in this film is bizarre to the point of, like, hurting me. Because it's kind of, they're kind of Christmas songs but played by an insane person. Like, it, it loops strange sections of them round, and... Ugh, yeah. I don't it, I don't it, like Christmas songs on a flute, anyway. What about 
in Dubli Giuliano or whatever it's called. That's, That's not, not a flute, flute, is it? Is that not like a piccolo? Oh, it might be a guitar, or actually, now I think of it. <laughs> oh, is it one of them oh, epic flutes, pipes no, like on Eurovision? Flutes, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and we we go into Scarlet's, the restaurant, that because she's so arrogant, she named it after herself. Um, but she co-opted it with she... like her ethnic best friend, so why is it called Scarlet? Shouldn't it be called... Know, Scarlet, Scarlet and Claire's. Yeah, Scarlet Eclairs. It sounds like a pudding. It should technically be called Stetson's, but that sounds like a cowboy bar. Because <laughs> yeah, they walk in. <laughs> Where's my hat? Uh, Stetson, the most Jewish cowboy that there ever is. Um, and yeah, she's 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 working the pass, but he's doing things that no chef does. Check that risotto. Look Don't out forget for the basil. Oh, and it just hurts my brain because like that's not how kitchens work at all in my experience is that not because you watch a lot of gordon ramsay no it's because i've worked in kitchens for a long period of time man if you remember correctly um and yeah it's nothing like that there's way more swearing there's a lot more like fake bumming um but and her best (laughs) friend but so go on so uh, so she's sending this food out one plate at a time which is again not how you send tables out and but that restaurant is not full i think they've what Three tables on. Yeah, uh, well, that's part of the problem. But the Lord Mayor's in, or the city councillor, and his wife wants a pudding, <laughs> but they haven't got it. So she's like, no, we have to do things that are on the menu, otherwise it doesn't pair up properly. And what's the point in any of it? And I'm like, you're a bit sort of control. I get it. Like It's your dream, but also you've got to be flexible. Anyway, she says she's going to put some pistachio nuts on a strawberry, and that apparently is food. Um, and like Claire's like, oh, you're so great, and walks off. Um, and then after service, they're sitting around, and Claire says, basically, you we shit. were the talk of the town. <laughs> we're the talk of the town, but you haven't changed the menu, which you have to do. Because if you're doing seasonal stuff, you have to change, because sometimes you just can't get things. Uh, you haven't changed the menu, and we're no longer, the, the line's no longer around the block. Um, and we've got a meeting with Stetson, who is our <laughs> investor. Yeah, I put him down as investor. Um, um but they are. She wants Claire's adamant. She wants to do a Christmas menu, despite the fact that the Christmas decorations are up in the restaurant, which makes me think how much time elapses. Oh, I didn't even notice film. the Christmas decorations. Yeah, there was lights up, which well, could just be it part might of be like that tea. mad restaurant in um Meet Cute. The Kelly Cacao one, yeah, possibly, but. Uh, and she's like, no, I don't want to do a Christmas menu because I hate Christmas because my mum was a mum and dad were both chefs and we didn't celebrate Christmas and I was like, put Christmas menu. Uh, so she she's like, no, I don't want to do it. Um, and then Stetson comes in the next day and he's like, I'm gonna pull funding out of here and spend it on a hat factory unless you <laughs> turn it around somehow. And Claire panics. He goes, we're doing a Christmas menu. And he goes, well, I'm gonna phone. Um, like, is he called Wyatt? Who is the food critic, and he's going to come and eat it, and that'll save us. Yeah. Despite the fact his previous review was called like Bogus Burgers, it was it was there was a little headline that you could read, but I didn't jot it down because it wasn't a full story. That's what that's why we need James for things like that. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, okay, we'll do a Christmas menu then, and then right, she goes to buy some potatoes from a shop this that is only brilliant. has. A bag of potatoes. One bag in the shop. Well, she buys some um, dates and other things as well. She sniffs an apple and some other things, puts them in her bag. (laughs) I question this because she's not even got like a self-scanner or everything. She's just automatically putting them in her bag. 
it looks like a farmer's market sort of thing, or like one of those organic places where you take an empty glass bottle and they'll fill it full of orange juice for you sort of thing. Obviously. It's all very, you know. Um, but she well, runs he, buy, into he buys all the potatoes. All, all what, a dozen of them that they've got. Uh, and she's like, oh, I need them potatoes because I've got to make some kind of potato thing. And he goes, oh, it's me, James. We went to Cordon Bleu together. It's always Cordon Bleu. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, I see you're still a prick. And he goes, uh, you can have the potatoes, but you have to sing a song. <laughs> and she and does it. Point, I was like, yeah, but did you not notice? It was very, it was the same tune as the 3.146279. So it must be that you can use the dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy and like copyright free because it's the only song that any of them know. And she sings this song about spices, but then goes on about sugar for a long time. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, and she goes, right, that was dumb, and I hate you. Uh, he gives her the potatoes, and then she stomps off. <laughs> and um, he goes, I guess I'll pay for the rest of your food as well then. Yep. Which I would be know. interesting, because how would they know what she's actually got? He could sell a load I mean, the guy well, behind the counter dates. <laughs> Nobody likes them anyway. Mate. They've been there since last Christmas. No, no fucker wants them. They're horrible. I don't mind um, a date. Only mum eats them. Oh. Ah, uh, horrible. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy behind the counter does some great uh, shrugging acting, though, as well. He's no counteractor. Well who was that counteractor who was just like, no, you don't want that. You want this. <laughs> what film was that in? Was that Love Map? Oh, <laughs> I think that was Love Map or the pizza one, possibly. Um, pizza the Action or whatever it was called. <laughs> it wasn't called anything as good anyway, as that. She goes, she, no, she goes to see Claire in the restaurant. Um, and Claire's like, I've booked you on this cooking retreat called the Flavours of Christmas. Yeah. But before that, mum comes round with a present for her <sighs> and says, you don't need to open it. It's a new sharpener for your knives. Hey, <laughs> like, Christmas is Cheers, ruined. Mom. You've told me. There's the mystery gone. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of kind of emotional heart to hearts in this. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, we I used to have her mum used to have a restaurant, but sold it. Um, her dad's still alive, but we never see we ne- him. No, he's not even I'm got one of them jumpers yeah. that we see in Hallmark films. <laughs> um, but she's like, oh, well, I wanted to go and do my own thing. I've been doing this since I was seven. All this stuff. And it's like, all right, we get it. You're supposed to be a very good chef, Charlotte, Scarlett. Um, but they've booked her on this course and it's in the mountains in the snow. Yeah. Um, and she gets there and we're introduced to this motley crew of people who are also taking the course. <laughs> Um, so we've got Rosie and her go on Rosie and her fella husband Ed who Ed is brilliant because he just goes hello constantly (laughs) you've got the mad Uh, old witch who just keeps drinking wine and passing on sage advice what was she called um, I think she was called Mary whose husband has died but she cooks food every year now so that her children will visit her question mark uh, and then there's a married, co- a young engaged couple who are doing this course so that they can cook Christmas dinner for both their families to meet, which seems yeah. like a dangerous recipe. Like, do it in a pizza hut because you can abandon it then like, <laughs> if it goes wrong. If they're in your house, it's a lot more hard to get rid of people. Put a broom behind the door. Put a broom behind the door, yeah. I don't know what she's called, but he's called Bryce. Um, I couldn't tell you. Gloria? Oh, Rosie yeah, and husband. Rosie and husband are doing Ed. it because um, what did she say? The kids told her to stop cooking because they were like basically yeah. bored of it. Which I was like, that's a bit sad. You know that feeling. Be grateful you're getting fed. Um, 
And so, and then it turns out that the host of this weird staying in a like hotel for a week, but also cooking every day in the. He has I a whole itinerary because how... he crosses off a whole oh, day yeah. later on. Yeah, um, is James, and she's like, "Oh, this prick." Uh, and he's like, right, we're gonna show you. <laughs> we're gonna show you how to find your festive spirit through food. And like, I was like, okay. And at no point do they do like like a joint of meat or turkey or anything. It's a lot of cookies. So it's a lot of sweet stuff. And also, if they want to learn new recipes, they're not learning anything new. It's even if they were doing a turkey or whatever, it would be the same thing. That's not what they're planned to do. Considering it's a beginner it, course. I mean... I mean, you wouldn't send yeah. mum. I mean, maybe not mum. But <laughs> you wouldn't send her on a beginner's course because she can cook. I imagine a beginner's course can't boil an egg type thing. Well, as we find out later, they can't chop a potato. Um, so what has she been serving be for years and years and years? Just Pot whole noodle. just whole potatoes. <laughs> Pot noodle and chip, uh, little baby potatoes uh, from an ice cream van. <laughs> oh, man. We're going Berry yeah. Market on Friday. I'm very excited. He's not there anymore. No, but just to buy Hiya. cheese. Oh. Etta's going to be very happy. Oh, we're going. We're going Friday. What time are you going? After the cinema. Um, half two. Oh, we might meet you there. Because we're going to get stuff for barbecue. Barbecue. Carnival day. Yeah. No, Etta's very yeah. excited because she wants to go to the cheese stall. That's all she's ever wanted to do in life. <laughs> Ah, it's a it's an expensive game. Um, got katsuris as well. Get some uh, olives and that. Anyway, um, <laughs> Joe and Barney's shopping list. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, so like day one, they're like, this is how you chop a potato. Um, and like Rosie's like hitting it with the handle, like she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> no, so Scarlet like, gives her a bigger knife. <laughs> Gives her a bigger knife, and he's like, "Use this one." And like, and she is teaching her proper knife technique. To be fair, but James is like, "No, do it this way because it's safer." And then, like, Rosie is so happy that she's managed to slice a potato. <laughs> I was like, "It's the little things in it, really." I guess. <laughs> um, and then they're like, "Right now, we're gonna make marshmallow snow meringue snowmen." Oh, that look absolutely revolting. They look like wilted the best of times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not eating one uh, of them. And she were doing I her meringue. meringue the best of times. Her meringue wasn't even in stiff peaks, and she were ladling that shit out. That's not going to do anything, mate. We've seen that on Bake Off. Don't don't mess with Scarlet. She's better than you, and she knows it. I could like, whip a stiffer she, peak she, than her, though. She didn't clean her bowls out with lemon first. That's why there's grease in there. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, and she's like, "Oh, I'm doing this because I'm and like she's trying to take his recipes and like twist them." To make it high-end European food? Whatever the f- that means. I'm not a clue. Um, kebab. Um, ooh, Christmas kebab. I'd be into that. But <laughs> What, a donna like, kebab with a bit this... of cinnamon on it? <laughs> oh, we like some cranberry sauce on it. Isn't Ew, it? And, uh... Nobody likes cranberry sauce. No. Uh, like some brie in there. That's what they always put on shit at Christmas, isn't it? And anyway, 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 they're like, they, they like, they're sort of like, oh, I hate you, but aren't we like sort of good together? She's helping give lessons to people, but she's paid, which I'd want a discount or some money back because this ain't right. Uh, and then like her mum phones her uh, and he's like, oh, how's it going? And like, all this stuff. Um, what's she called? Is it Jackie, the mad woman? Like has a heart to heart with her. About her husband dying and it being... She's always drinking and she's always giving her heart to heart. That's what she's doing. Like, everyone at this thing, it should say, it should say, like, Christmas cooking and emotional trauma solved. 
because everyone's got problems at this thing. Yeah. Uh, she Claire phones her and she's like, "Oh, I'm going to um, a special store in the town to buy things." <laughs> a rare uh, store. Rare store. And I was like, it's not in Zelda. Uh, also, her phone, like, oh. when it rings, it sounds like, do you know the old Sony Ericsson ringtones? That's what it sounds like. Like, it's proper vintage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we get some nice text on screen oh, as well. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Stupid emojis, yeah. I didn't understand why they were doing emojis. I was like, it's 2021. This, you shouldn't be doing that It's now. older generation use emojis, apparently. Millennials. Ah, so I use emojis, yeah. whereas Gen Z don't use emojis. Ah. I'll laugh at you for being old. That's what I've learned from uh, it. Yeah. Married at first sight. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Some good came out of watching that then. Uh, but but Claire's like, oh, you've mentioned James a lot. You love him. And she's like, no, I don't. But I do secretly. Anyway, I'm off to the secret shop. And she goes in. She's like, have you any rare cookbooks? And she goes, no. Why would we? We're in a tourist town. Like, we've got... And she's like, oh, what are books about self-help? And she, again, the woman's like... What? What do you think this is? She's got like, a sliding spectrum. Cookbooks or self-help. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and she goes, she goes over, the cookbooks we've got are over there by the ornaments. I was like, this is like tea-based services. <laughs> no order to anything. <laughs> Did Harvey tell you we went yeah, into a she... place like tea-based services? No. And I said, oh, it's like me, tea-based services. Hallmark <laughs> uh, Greatness brought to you by tea-based services. <laughs> Yeah, but she's like, so they're sort of starting to get on. Um, They're like, oh, we're going to make gingerbread now. And uh, she's like, oh, I've made uh, gingerbread tiramisu, which again, like kind of sounds nice, to be fair. Yes. But she goes, oh, well, try it. And they all eat it. And then they all kind of go, mm, that's nice. And then James gives them a look. And they're like, but I prefer the biscuits. And I was like, you can't fail you. There's not a degree. Like, you don't get a certificate at the end of it saying, I am good at Christmas. <laughs> but when they were designing the gingerbreads, um, oh. Ed's, Ed's design was like a gingerbread he, man. He drew a cock. A pickle. <laughs> like, that's, a cock. that's not allowed. But Scarlett was really obnoxious. And she drew um, a hotel in Switzerland where she'd had the best gingerbread of her life, a ship in a bottle, no explanation needed, yep. and a comp- Confectionary oven. Standard. <laughs> yep. And I was like, what a Standard things that, you know, no, you wouldn't, would you? Like, I guess the ship in the bottle could work, but... That well-known no, Christmas it's ornament. It's also, it's gingerbread. Like, oh, there's a point, though. Do you like snappy gingerbread or soft gingerbread? Soft gingerbread. But I oh, overcook it and it's always won't. snappy, eh? <laughs> in yeah, my, that's the best kind. In my oven. But you do, you do a gingerbread man, you draw a cock and balls on it and you eat it. And that, that's what you do. His yeah. gumdrop bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, why have you done that? And she said, oh, it's things that um, I, I think we should do. And I'm like, get over yourself. Like... And he's like, can I have a word with you outside? We're going to make maple syrup lollipops Yay! outside. If we had a Christmas bingo uh, sheet, this would be on it now. Maple that syrup would be on lollipops. there, to be fair. Because um, we have seen this before in a, a very old one. Um, and like, she's like, oh, well, um, you you need to like be more adventurous. And he's like, you need to follow instructions because that's what chefs do. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is terrible. This is absolute terrible nonsense. Uh, and then the next day, isn't it? He abandons our lessons and they just go and fuck about in the snow. Yep. They go and do sledging and just fucking about in the snow, basically. Snow, snow, snow angels. Um, but she keeps yeah. spelling out magic as well. It took me a while to gather what she was spelling out. But she keeps oh, N-A-G-I-C. This, was her, this, is, this yeah. is her catchphrase. 
cooking isn't A to B. You have to find the M-A-G-I-C. And I was like, ah, it's clunky, isn't it? Like, as a catchphrase. Yeah. It ain't no, like, nice to see you, see you nice, is it? If the ring don't fit, or don't get married, Gre- you know. Greg Wallace's, ha, many, that he does on <laughs> Inside the Factory. I can't cope with Greg Wallace because I feel like his fontanelle still hasn't, like, fully formed. Oh, if you watch him chew. Yeah, it's, like it's got that thing on top of, of it, That's what I said about the fontanelle. Mm. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she's like, oh, I'm starting to get Christmas now. Uh, I've got, was it two entrees and a, and a dessert one? I just need one more. Uh, and, like, yeah. they have this big heart-to-heart. The fucking um, thingy guy phones her, the critic, and he's like, oh, how are you doing? I look forward to coming and eating your food. And she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit unnecessary. It's so strange. Um, but then later on, like, James admits that he used to be a chef, but his restaurant collapsed in on itself. Um, and so he took up teaching, and he enjoys it because he just wants to <laughs> he just wants to get to these kids and teach them stuff. Yeah. Um, but he seems to be like, is it Jackie? Oh, the, the wine drinking woman comes back every year, which is weird because like it's the same stuff every year, isn't it? She must be killer at we went, cookies, gingerbread. Was that when we went to Greece and there was that family who did the tour and it was like the fourth year they'd been back and done the same tour? I'm like, not much has changed. It's Greece, like you know what I mean. But whatever, you know, <laughs> sure money, spend it how you want. Uh, and so, like, she's, oh, I've made these shortbread peanut butter cake. And I was like, it's too much stuff, that, isn't it? Well, shortbread's claggy enough as it is without peanut butter being in it. I mean, I yeah, love shortbread. But she made it into a cake. But she made it into a cake somehow. The driest cake in all the land. Oh, oh. And he's like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. And then the, we get into this thing of, like, her being a... She thinks she's a disappointment to her mum, but... It, and it's like, I don't care. Like, her mum isn't really a character in this at all. Um, but she's like, I, I, they had a restaurant and then they sold it and I went away to carve my own path sort of thing. And he's like, oh, okay. No, so she doesn't like Christmas because they never spent Christmas together. But when you look back, they used to cook things at Christmas. And she'd, it was grandmother's recipe, so it was her cookie recipe, it was her shortbread. Her mum would add something and she'd add something. So over time, it was this family recipe. She right, okay. she All didn't right, want right. to she wanted to make something of herself so she opened her own restaurant so mum thought well sod her I might as well sell our restaurants because she's got her own so that was the family trauma around Christmas James's right, trauma, okay. James's trauma was around his restaurant failing and because she offers him the head chef job that the critic has well, yeah, the critic phones her up and says, I'm opening a restaurant and would you want to be the head chef there? And she says, no, Scarlet is where I live. Because my name um, is Scarlet. But, yeah, it'd be weird otherwise. Uh, but she says, do you want to come and, like, critique the final day's cooking? Which is uh, quite a nice thing to do, yeah. Yeah, but, like, he could have gone and gone, ugh, this is horrible. What's <laughs> this? Why is there all pubes in it and that? Uh, but he Why are these potatoes cool? <laughs> Why? Why is it just full of blood? Uh, and James like has got a face like a slapped ass, and she keeps going and smiling at him, and he's like, mm. uh, "But Wyatt is very complimentary to everyone, and I think you would have to." And then James is like, "Why did you bring him here? Like that could have been terrible." Uh, and he went, "She goes like, yeah, but like, 
it's going to help you in the long run because he's going to go and tell people and it'll, and he's like no it's just like he just doesn't want to be helped which is fine because he was doing fine for himself yeah, like, like he was well, happy she's adamant that he doesn't need to live in the mountains and he's like he might like to live in yeah leave him alone you can't hide here forever and i'm like i'd rather live here it's lovely i can make maple syrup lollies whenever i want all day long (laughs) sell them down the ski lift Uh, but yeah she's very adamant that everyone has to do what she wants because that's what makes her happy even though she doesn't seem very happy she's a miserable cow i don't know well she can't even go shopping for an ornament for a tree that blows her mind Oh, yeah, because <laughs> James is like, I haven't put enough shit on this tree. We need to go and buy some more shit. And then Jackie Wine is like, my dead husband used to hide acorns. So I put acorns on the tree now. And I'm like, where is this going? It, it, it's such a weird film that everyone's just I wonder been trauma if it was a group, everyone else. Group therapy session that they just filmed in. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. And eat, eat, eat this gingerbread man as well. Okay, look at that. It was very, very, very strange. Because Bryce has a heart to heart later on as well. Yeah, well, Bryce is like, I'm not sure about this um, because um, it's a lot to do. And I'm like, I'm with you, Bryce. Like, again, do it in a KFC. And But then, but then they're like, yeah, but she's a lovely girl and you'll be fine. And he's like, thanks. Well, that was close for a second there. I thought Bryce was going to go on a shooting rampage, <laughs> but he doesn't. But James, James is like, ah, get out of here. I don't want to go to New York and I don't want to work in a restaurant. I'm happy doing this. You slag. Yep. So uh, she goes, so she goes back. Back. Yep. She goes back, and uh, I'm assuming, like, there is not a long time for Christmas now, because everyone's got decorations up. Next to the oven in their kitchen, they've got stockings hung up, which you can't do. That's not safe. Kitchen. No, it's not. Right next to an open pizza oven. No. Um, but whatever. Um, um, but they've got this Christmas menu now, and they're going to run that. Uh, Stetson and Wyatt come into the kitchen, and they're like, we're going to eat your Christmas meal. Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you could have just shown the meat in it, but whatever. I mean, Scarlet rightly says, she goes, why are they in my kitchen? Why are they in the kitchen? Oh, um, Scarlet's mum's shown up. Oh, yeah, uh, and they do the help. whole, whee, we've mended our trauma. Yeah, uh, but Scarlet's mum, when she first arrives, is wearing black chef's whites, but then when they're cooking, she changes into white whites, which I'm assuming is symbolic. Or lazy editing. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, she's like, you didn't want to take over the restaurant, so we sold it, um, and that's fine. We're very proud of you, all this stuff. Well, maybe not your father, but whatever. Uh, So they help each other cooking. It's the best meal Stetson's ever had this week. (laughs) And um, we're going to run this now until Christmas. I'm like, what, two days at most? And the the lines are uh, booked for the next three months. I'm like, who's going to eat Christmas (laughs) stuff in February? I don't even want a roast dinner in January. So I imagine. I don't want roast dinner ever. Like, it's one of those things you have to put up with, isn't it? It's Christmas dinner. Uh, and and then uh, as they're, they're drinking again, which, yeah, they're chefs, so um, she gets a phone call and James is outside and he goes, ah, I'm sorry, like, I know you know what's best for me because I am a simple man and you are scarlet. And then she goes, new, 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 and flies off into the sun. <laughs> no, I've literally got one Except sentence she- after this and that's that. And, and then they do a kiss, and it ends. No, he has a yeah. cookbook. 
Oh, yeah. That's he's got a his big, he doesn't want to work in a restaurant, but here's his big step into the big wide world. He's got a cookbook. And his mum, no, her mum. Yeah, that was it. Her mum gifts him with the cookbook. Here you go. Here's yeah, your own recipe. This is not a knife sharpener, I guess. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, it's so, so weird. And then, yeah, it just kind of ends. And it was a bit kind of, oh. that was that was that was certainly a film. <laughs> it was funny. It wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but I couldn't get behind it because she was incredibly obnoxious all the way through it. Yeah, and the fringe. And I think what and the fringe, the fringe did it for me. But I think what they like people construe as being like strong-willed and hard-headed comes across as. I'd never get tired of kicking you in the face in this. Like, she just annoyed me. But it's a Christmas film, so you give them a bit of leeway. You score? Two <laughs> gingerbread bollocks. <laughs> oh, two gingerbread bollocks. Uh, I'm going to go with four bronze snowmen. Bronze snowmen. Oh, you should um, have had melted meringue snowmen. Yeah, that's what kind of what I meant. So they look a bit like Todd's. Uh, but yeah. It was a film. We watched it. It was great. Well, it wasn't great. It, yeah, it's a Christmas film. It's not the worst one I've ever seen. So, the director of this one was Jessica Harmon. She is most famous for being an actor in The 100 and I Zombie. Oh, I like the 100. I like the well. I started watching the 100, and then I read it, and I thought, "Oh, the book's much better." And then I stopped oh, watching okay. it. I know it didn't. I know, I know it didn't finish because it got cancelled. But yeah, it was a good idea. It was a good premise. But yeah. But there's so uh, much. Harvey watches eyes on people. Post-apocalyptic stuff on now, anyway. Isn't every week, every other week. Finally watched there's the Last some of guys Us. Guys in Italy on motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Last of Us is. Uh, Scarlet is played by Britt Irving. There is nothing noteworthy about her at all. Uh, she not on handsomefringes.com? No, nothing. Nothing noteworthy. Uh. James was played by Zachria, which you said before. He most famously mm. played Matt Donovan in The Vampire Diaries. Never seen Never it. Never seen it, but I imagine that that okay. is that. Uh, two fun facts about him. He wears glasses when not on camera. Uh, he mm. used to work Does with he his... think not wearing... What? Does he think not wearing them makes him look better? Sexy. Or has he got, like, big Coke bottle glasses? It's like, um, yeah. Superman when he's on camera, when he's off. Yeah, no. Go on, and the other one. Uh, he used to work with his dad and granddad making gravestones. Alright, oh, do you dig graves? No, just make the yeah, stones. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> um... a lot of money, isn't there? Oh, shush. Yeah. Well, there is, because it's I like £50 pound per letter, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's expensive. I told you when we went to, to Scotland for um, Thingy's funeral, the guy in that couple of graves down, it had like, here lies James McDonald, Jimmy Apples. <laughs> just on his grave, it just had Jimmy Apples carved in. It's like 50 quid a letter, just put Jim Apple. <laughs> just put Jim. <laughs> just don't put Jimmy Apples, because he's not, he's, it was just strange. But now I kind of want to know more about Jimmy Apples. Like, <laughs> Who is But I couldn't find anything. Who is he? Why was he called that? Claire, ethnic best friend, was played by Bethany Brown, and she won Best Supporting Actress in the Paris Short Film Festival in 2020. For this? No. Aww. Not in this. Um, interesting facts about her was she played professional soccer until 17 when she injured her foot and it ended her career. 
Oh, Bethany Brown. You could have been part of the American football team for women. Soccer. With that other one. Soccer. Uh, the one from Bendit Like Beckham. I do like Bendit Like I don't Beckham. know. I know you like Bendit Like Beckham. Yeah. Uh. Um, I also Googled Rosie because she was very familiar to me. Uh, played by BJ Harrison. And I was right. She's in a lot of these types of films. She is Stella in Marrying Mr. Darcy. Ah, yes. Yeah. That the dog show one, weren't it? Yeah. And the one, yeah. also how else she was familiar to me, she's in Made on Netflix, which is that series about that homeless woman. Uh, so ah, okay. Um, she's most famous, though, for her role in Rise of the Planet of the Apes and The Tooth Fairy. And she also comforts a small child Wayne in the film, film 2012. Oh, so she's got a few little bit. That's good she's getting work. Yeah. But I thought she's very familiar yeah, looking. She's all right in this. Yeah, it must be one of those things when you need like a, a wise woman to espouse. She's knowledge. not the wisest woman like though, because that's Harrison. whatever we've named her, Jackie with the wine. Eh, that's more trauma. Like <laughs> Rosie was Rosie and Ed have been married twenty eight years. And she still yeah. can't chop a potato. So, what do they eat? <laughs> Mash. <laughs> yeah, it's the easiest option, isn't it? Chips, get chippy. Two reviews for this. Uh, one 10 out of 10. Yeah. One, one out of 10. So we shall start with the 10 out of 10. Because mm, uh, Easy Christmas Watching by W Buglio 10. <laughs> I mean, for a simple holiday movie, it's great. The scenery is beautiful with all the cityscapes, and the storyline was perfect for this type of movie. Doesn't mean anything. The camera work and editing was clean. The acting was acceptable. Props were there. I've added that in. <laughs> I liked the main character. The chemistry between the main characters was pretty believable. I liked the focus on living in the moment and not all the heavyweight pulling down the easy breezy feeling of the film. I don't think this is watched the same film. I think Buggalo what do you else? What do you expect in this genre? If you are looking for a simple, fun rom-com with food, then this is your flick. If you want a complex drama, go somewhere else. <laughs> I'd say a better rom-com was the food truck one. That with the food truck one was, was brilliant. That was way better than this. In hindsight, <laughs> we need to go back and quickly reevaluate some of these stuff again because some of the dreck we've had to watch recently. Um, the Nutcracker one with Sabrina was ace as well. Ah, oh, you see, yeah. See? You don't realise what you've got till it's, it's <laughs> buried under mounds of trash. Uh, one out of ten. Horrendous. Oh, by brutal. Tom Bonsell 23. This film is so profoundly bad, I had to start an account entirely to write this. I mean, I would have just let it go, Tom, but yeah. whatever. I spoke about it on a podcast. Uh, I mean, ah, I said some positives. <laughs> the acting is laughably bad, the storyline horrendous, and the attempts at characterization juvenile. Oh. Spelt wrong. <laughs> I had the mispleasure of having this play while I changed in a Liverpool, Liverpool hotel room. And I nearly requested a refund on my entire room from the strength of how badly it stunk the place out. <laughs> I just Unnecessary details in there, Tom, isn't there? Unnecessary. Um, it's fine. It's a Channel 5 film. Fine, yeah. It's one of those ones that's on in the afternoon. You put it on, you fall asleep, you wake up. You're not sure if it's the same film or not. <laughs> But it don't matter. All you all know the same. is if her fringe has grown back, it's a different film. They could have shot, yeah, that could be good. As time progresses, her fringe got longer and longer until she was like, is it Sia? <laughs> the singing lady? That would have been good. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, like, it's on Prime. 
it's 89 minutes of your day. It's not terrible. I mean, I was doing There's the iron into spices. it. And it was fine. Cumin and parsley <laughs> and sage and stuff. Sugar is brown sometimes. It was just <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, that was 2021's A Christmas to Savor. Le Menu on Noel. Maple syrup in the mountains. Ah, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say your favourite line from the film, but... I don't think we have any memorable lines. I've drawn a gherkin! <laughs> he does not say that! I'm going to imagine that he did. Ed only does big acting. <laughs> Here is my record. Say goodbye. Goodbye. It was on the maple syrup farm. <laughs>